All right, let's do let's do the books. Okay. And then I'm I'm gonna give you free mic, which some people okay. use and some people don't. But I always say, you know, a couple of books or movies or you know whatever you want that you would recommend. Mm-hmm. And now you are both a man of diverse interests, but also have spent tons of time in a library. Yeah. Right. No, so a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. So like, what what are books you would recommend, whether it's for educational purposes or just personal enjoyment? Yeah. What do you think people should check out? I wish people read more nonfiction. <laughs> that's that's almost all I read. That's, that, that's yeah. almost all I read, too. Yeah. I um, used to be all fiction when I was young, and now I'm almost all nonfiction. Yeah, I just wish more people read nonfiction in general. So that's, like, the big picture. Um, just because it's, I mean, it's, a lot of the times, these fiction novels do have some, you know, pretty solid science behind them. I mean, I read some science fiction every once in a while, and it's like, the concepts they're talking about, are accurate and true it's just you know you kind of take some liberties with it and weave a story through it but it's like you know it's like biographies things like that i just eat those things up i love learning about like how you know like one of my favorite biographies i've read in the last few years was the invention of nature um by let me see i've wrote it down here the invention of nature by um I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> Andrea Wolf, I think. It's, story, I think it's, story, it's, story of my life. Story of my life. I can't even read my own handwriting. Um, but go, what did you write on my essay? I don't know. Just yeah, deal with it. Is it, a, is it a positive or negative? <laughs> um, so The Invention of Nature is um, all about Alexander von Humboldt and how, I mean, you've heard of the Humboldt Current, um, things like that. It's like this was a guy who really did pioneer, like, all sorts of like fields of science and i mean he was doing this in the 1800s he was bringing like 100 pounds of gear up to the top of these you know indian mountains to take pressure measurements because nobody had ever done that before at least you know nobody recorded you know how pressure differentials work when you get higher in the atmosphere or you know how there's this stratification layers of different climates within a mountain itself and like being able to like you know link all these things together i mean he was like one of those Jack of all trades and master of everything kind of guys. Right. I mean, he was just like, I mean, yeah. he totally like pioneered all sorts of cool. fantastic fields of science. And I really think just his story in general is like one of those you read it and it's just like, that's cool. That yeah. Guy, that guy did a lot. Like, and you know, he's not, it's like not like a, it's not like an Albert Einstein name. Like, right. everybody knows Einstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say Alexander von Humboldt, which he's got some crazy long, like 12 word name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, no, is it, when you said it, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I've heard that name. I don't know why I've heard what, that name. Yeah, like what? Who? What did he? I mean, do there's that? like a mention in another book. Or yeah, something. yeah, but and, uh, which I'm sure again, he's like one of those like shoulders of giants that you're standing on, right? And um, he just, I mean, he he was like the pioneer on all sorts of crazy things, and and totally enjoyed that. I recommend that often to people. Okay, um, super cool book. Uh, nice. I also like. I just, I mean, I, I enjoy stories of people pushing themselves to like pretty far out places. Um, yeah. There's this book, Blind Descent, that I've read a few times now um, by James Tabov. I think I've read my own name right again. Um, Blind Descent, though. Um, it's about finding the deepest cave in the world. And, I mean, you think about, okay, finding the deepest cave in the world. Like, what does that entail? It's like some guys going down, caving yeah. for months. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, when you <laughs> in say, the like, dark. deepest cave in the world, like... Like thousands that, of meters down. Yeah. To like I was I was about to say something dumb, like you know, well, why would it necessarily have to stop? But I guess if it didn't, you know, 
be filling up pretty quick with yeah, other stuff. molten rock <laughs> or, or water or something. Yeah. But yeah, deepest cave in the world. Yeah, no, yeah. super. I mean, just like those 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 topics just fascinate me because I mean yeah. the, the way they describe it is like okay, this is climbing Mount Everest upside down in the dark. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's just as deep. I mean, it's I I can't remember the stats specifically, but I mean, it's several thousand feet underground. Right. There's like massive rivers flowing because I mean you think you know groundwater's it all seeps into the ground. Yeah. Where does it go? It's like you know, it's a lot of this karst topography that's like carving out these caves. They're carved out by moving water right. in a lot of cases, and it's like you know you could be a month into a caving trip, like you're just going down and down and down and down, and then there's this river that's like wider than the Potomac gushing through just yeah. popping out of the side of this rock wall yeah it's just just i mean the, yeah, the whole that's weird it's just crazy to think about that, that this is part it's like, of it's like a non-fiction and, journey to the center of the earth yeah like, yeah that's cool yeah super cool that's just that. it's just I, yeah. I enjoy books that kind of like just kind of take you along the journey like yeah that because it's like i'm never going to make it to the bottom of the i can you now the kubera cave which is like there's this you know, there's this point where they determined that it ended, and which again, they that's just where they got to. Um, yeah. But um, just super. Yeah, it's just it's just fascinating. On the other side of that spectrum, I do love things like Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. Yeah. You yeah. Know, just the other end of the spectrum, it's just you know, it's going up instead yeah. of down. Um, <laughs> but just tales of people pushing themselves because right. I think that's like one of the coolest things about humans in general is like how yeah. far we're able to, how far some people are able to take themselves. Yeah. Um, be it you know physical fitness or just mental finessing and right. all that that's those kind of stories just fascinate me that's and, cool uh, yeah yeah definitely yeah. Really well, you know those. it's funny because like i feel like when people say you know i like novels i like fiction you go well what genre like what mm-hmm. you know i like oh i like romance i like yeah. science fiction whatever and like i feel like when you when like you when english. i say especially i'm sitting in a room full of english teachers mm-hmm. and i say like oh what have you read lately and i'm like ah oh, you know a lot of nonfiction. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think everybody just assumes that's just one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, think of every different kind of fiction of, you have. Think of everything. <laughs> and then and then just imagine someone told you a truer version of that. Yep. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I do a lot of stuff that's more like anthropology, psychology. Mm-hmm. I do like a lot of weird books on, like, genetics and evolution. Yeah, uh, like, that's actually the, com- the, the Gene by Siddhartha. Um, dude, I can't read my hand. Oh no, I, I haven't. I haven't read that. But um, you've probably seen it I've, linked yeah, to a bunch of I've them because that, yeah. that and like Enlightenment Now and Sapiens and Homo Deus and things like that. Yeah, like, I those love, were like, great. Sapiens yeah. and, and Homo Deus were fantastic. Yeah. Um, those are another subset of nonfiction that I kind of like follow a lot of authors on. Yeah. Is that you know, like just you know, thinking where's humanity going? How is technology kind of influencing culture? Yeah. And you know the human climate kind of in general and you know i mean that's my my generation specifically it's like i grew up without the internet like early childhood right it popped up around like it became more commonplace in like middle and high school and stuff and like ever since then it's like yeah having the world at your fingertips i can yell at my pocket and it'll tell me every fact i could ever want to know right it's like that's different than how life was. Yeah, when yeah, I yeah. first started. Yeah, um, I remember I got I got we got our first computer when I was in like I don't know third or maybe fourth grade and got the internet in like sixth or seventh grade or something yeah. like that. And then that was like 
you know, but now I'm teaching students and it, it, there's a noticeable difference. It's mm-hmm. weird, but it, where they've always had access to it, yep. like the way they think about knowing a thing or looking at a thing. And like, I know that makes me sound like weird old man kind of mm-hmm. thing, but like it's a, it's a, it's a noticeable difference. I think it's also a noticeable difference in behavior mm-hmm. because of how much time you spend communicating electronically versus in person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it's it's just it's it's weird because I work with young people, so like I'm seeing it a little bit, and mm-hmm. I think that's a hard thing to describe. But yeah, like Homo Deus was really cool in the way he talked about some of like his projections. You know, yeah. it's like you know the whole the whole yeah. book is basically well researched guesses kind mm-hmm. of deal. But um, that one was really good and got me thinking of very differently. Yeah, <laughs> about where we're you, going. We should think like oh, like yeah. It's just like how is how is this new technology going to be impacting? Yeah. I mean, I I fully believe that like kids will never drive a car. Yeah. If I ever have kids, it's like they'll probably never physically drive a car because probably technology not. will negate or, that need. Or their um, kids won't for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like that's. I, I think it's sooner than that. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, it, it probably <laughs> yeah. is. I'm just saying, like, yeah. even even if you like roll that out slowly like yeah. yeah that and that in a way is good because it's safe and all that but like i like driving <laughs> yeah, i mean <laughs> like, yeah but that's the thing I'm it's really like, like we're just familiar with it but it's like if we were to ask some you know some kid who's always had the internet at his fingertips to go go find the library that has the book on the subject that you're looking for and if it has that you're lucky because you yeah. don't have to go request it and, you know it's like it's the it's latency i mean that's that's kind of like something that I talk that I think about a lot um is just like how much latency has sped up and you know how much decreased latency we have in yeah. in knowledge nowadays I mean the fact that I can yell at my pocket hey Siri tell me this and it just does and you know for the most part it's right and accurate yeah. but um to be like you know 20 plus years ago to say like well, what is the average discharge of the Amazon River like, you gotta yeah. do a lot of research to yeah, figure that yeah, out. Like, it's like it's a hard thing to do. It's just like it's it's it takes a lot of time and like I have you to know, learn how to use a card catalog. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just like it's just it's, it's this whole process, and I can literally like yell in my pocket and it'll just tell me. And, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know now they're even you know they talk about like you know connecting your brain directly to the internet and whether or not that's a great idea. I don't well, yeah. know, but it's like it, the fact that it's even being talked about. Yeah, and and. Dude, you know, there's prototypes out there. There's people who are trying this and you, like trying to like. Tap if you in. talk about it, it'll happen. You know, it's how you know we take the phone for granted. But like, so much of that came from the inspiration of Star Trek and James Bond. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just because somebody thought it was cool, and then someone else thought it was cool, like, and other people thought it was cool. Someone that? tries to do it, yeah. right? And then you know, and that that's that's how these things sort of happen. I, mean, I remember yeah. in I think it was like a, I don't remember a class in like second or third grade. We learned about how MIT was doing a project on wearable computers and teams of college students. It was like a bike helmet yeah. with a little computer stuck to it and like a little like screen glasses that went in front. And I mean, now it, it faded away because of a bunch of you know safety concerns. But like Google Glass is already a thing. Like you yep. could already do that, yep. you know, and that's in a span of I mean, maybe it was 20, 25 years, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have the internet in my head, and then I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm gonna do nothing. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna do nothing. Just tap in Ready, ready Player One style. You just yeah. tap into yeah. this other universe and let your body kind of do whatever. And yeah, you know, I mean, eventually, it's like, what is our bodies gonna be used for? Like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to <laughs> think about, but it's just to, like you're here to power the machine. Yeah. 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 So. All right. So what else you got on your list? Let's. Uh, I, I, let's I say this. You. 
you are the most prepared person for this question. I tell I I, notes. every I tell every person I'm going to ask for a couple of books, and everybody acts like they're surprised and fumbles for one or two. You, the I, library I have a man, list of has just a list. General, like I mean, these are these are ones that I sat down from the ten minutes before you got here. I was yeah. just like, oh right, I need to tell him some books. Let me like look at my Audible and my my OverDrive account, and see what I've read recently that really yeah. like. I remember specific because it's just I mean again I I churn through a ton of books in a year and it's just yeah yeah there's there's ones you pay more closely attention mm-hmm. closer attention to than others and um, I really enjoyed um, these two these two books kind of go together is the Hidden Life of Trees um, by Peter Wollenberg and Overstory by Richard Powers okay. I don't know if you've read I've heard of, of the those. first one I the don't Hidden know Life of Trees yeah. um, that's a good one to start on. Um, <laughs> It's a lot shorter, and the concept is a lot more like digestible. Mm-hmm. Um, the overstory gets into all sorts of. I mean, just it goes off on tangents. It gets all metaphysical and whatnot, and nice. you have to kind of you have to be into it a little bit more to like really appreciate it. Right. One of one of those kind of books where it's like you're not reading it just as like a quick light read. It's a thick old you know brick of a book that takes a lot to chew through, but. Um, so what are they? Is fantastic. And what's the what's it about? Like, what is it? So, to give a quick, quick, quick synopsis, it kind of it kind of tells stories through the perspective of a tree. Okay. So think about a tree's lifespan versus a human lifespan. Mm-hmm. You know, we go through whatever the average age seventy eight and a half years or whatever it yeah. is, and this is generally like what happens for a tree. It's you know three four five six seven hundred years or more and yeah. and it kind of gives like a i don't know it, it's hard to it's hard to you know summarize that dense of a book but that's that's generally how i was if yeah. i was to give a 30 second elevator pitch on it it's like it's a story of the world told through trees perspective. that's cool yeah so that's, yeah, yeah that's well cool. yeah and you would see it i was thinking about that like how differently things look when you experience time differently. Like if you're a mayfly yeah. and you got like 24 to 48 hours yeah. to be born, mate, die, like, yeah, all right. But maybe the mayfly doesn't know that it was only a day. Like yeah, you, know, you wouldn't know, but like the tree, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. For us, a day is, you know, a second in the tree span. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's going to happen with like a recommendation like that is I'm now going to go get it on audible. Okay. And the next time we go on a road trip mm-hmm. and I want everyone to go to sleep and leave me alone, yeah, I put it on. Yeah, no, <laughs> as soon as I put the car on or yeah. put the, put the book on, my wife looks at me. She's like, this is audible. And then, yeah, she, I, I get a dirty <laughs> look and then she pulls out a pillow. I'm like, all right. <laughs> or she puts her own headphones on yeah. and dips out. Um, but yeah, and then yeah. along with that one, the hidden life of trees, I um I'm a huge fan of walking meditation. Um, in that I am walking my dog, and I am a hundred percent like just in my own head. Like I'm paying attention to not get hit by cars, and I'm cleaning up after my dog. Like I'm semi-conscious, yeah. but it's like I am very far off in my head, and right. I just think about all sorts of just like just the life. I mean, you just think yeah. about life and the hidden life of trees. is just like this whole underground network of mycelium that talks to each other and how trees are interconnected underground. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's, there's all these stats people throw out where it's like every step in the forest that you take, there's 300 miles of mycelium yeah. underneath that yeah, yeah, step yeah. and whatnot. And it's like, this is the central nervous system of 
the forest. From the forest. Yeah. And what's what's the guy's name? Uh, Paul Stamets or Stam Stamets Stamets Stamets. Yeah. 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 I've I've read some stuff by him. Not, yeah. The Incredible uh, Fungi or whatever it is. He writes all sorts of fungus books. Yeah. But, he has, yeah. He's a read, good like uh, TED Talk and stuff. Yeah. It's and pretty wild. The, yeah. His Joe Rogan podcast is pretty interesting too. I've, I've read, listened to a bunch of interviews. Yeah. By that's that one guy. where it's he's, like, oh, so this is like fungus is planet and we're just sort of stomping on yeah, yeah. all right that's different yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a very different way to see the world yeah yeah um, i mean that's like the the heaviest organism on the planet they estimate is a bunch of fungus yeah yeah it's, it's like in a like, forest somewhere yeah and it's just all connected like yeah. it's the whole thing it's like thousands of acres of fungus just growing yeah. underneath us so that's super cool yeah nice. um but yeah, right, so, I mean, some so, other ones, Hillbilly Elegy and Educated, um, those are just two just great thinking yeah. books. I mean, just perspective. Um, I like those books in that they give you a perspective of life that I just wasn't exposed to. I mean, yeah. you know, Hillbilly Elegy, I recently, within the last like year, um, got kind of reconnected. Uh, my grandmother passed away in May of last year and uh, got to meet a good bit of her other side of the family that yeah. I just didn't know really existed um you know wonderful people but man did they live in the middle of nowhere Tennessee and it's just like I read that book and then I went and like stayed with them for a little bit and got to know them a little bit and I'm just like wow like parallels like it's it's a different way of life so that was both of those within the last probably year Mm -hmm. and I think it was somewhere around the end of last school year so maybe last spring that I read hillbilly elegy and i thought it was a good sort of case study kind of thing mm-hmm. and take out some of the rural issues but there were a lot of parts of that where i was like this is my family mm-hmm. you know and it was yeah. like ah and it's it's weird to hear because i mean not all of it but there was enough similarities where it like had me rethinking things that happen in my own yeah. family yeah you know and then and not even doing like the political or social ramifications i just thought like that was that was like a good and I assume honest sort of take on his own family yeah. is good. Yeah. And then educate is a good like comparison point, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's, I've, I've been playing with like uh, giving, giving like a, a, a book choice coming mm-hmm. up here. And I think those are going to be on the list and like, look guys, you can't read just anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, you gotta bring it to, but th- those might be on the list just yeah. cause I think like that's, those are experiences that I think are interesting to hear about. And that probably a lot of the kids that I teach in the middle of Ashburn, Virginia, maybe don't have. Yeah. Or maybe their extended families have, but I don't know that a lot of those kids are living either of those things. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and that's that's what I really enjoyed about both Educated and Hillbilly was just, it's just kind of like, you know, like you said, uh, like this is, you know, this is, there's, there's so many parallels between the, me growing up and, and some of the things he's mentioning and things that, like, never thought about in that perspective. Yeah. Um, just you know, just either thought that was just a part of life or it was like a lot deeper than I had realized. And right. like, there's all sorts of like underlying reasons for why, you know, why some people do certain things. And yeah. it's just kind of like, Oh yeah. It's, it's, huh. yeah, I don't know. It's like a good lens, I think to yeah. see at least some people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, um, and then I'll cap it off with a fun movie to watch. You may be familiar with these ones, but the Katsi trilogies, no. Koyanis Katsi, I can't even say that, like Nogus Katsi and something Katsi. The Katsi Q, Q, I can't spell it. Q, I think it's Q A T S I or Q U A T S I. Okay. If you type in the Criterion Collection Katsi trilogy, 
those are some of my favorite movies ever. Um, then if you if you watch them, you'd be like, what the hell is he watching? <laughs> these are movies like they're just for watching. Like there's there's no I mean people people try to like tie in all sorts of like modern art like this is like a reflection of society but like it's just it's just shows life like this whole trilogy just right. shows life um like one of them is life out of, I think the third one is again it's one of the Kotsis but like the tagline is life out of balance and um yeah it's just it's they're just fantastic so I definitely recommend checking those out I mean there's this there's this funny they just make all these like parallels about society and like what we're doing and no words like not a single word in this hour and a half plus long movie right just visuals and like incredibly like captivating music you know it's just like this like like oh my goodness movie and um yeah there's this scene where they're like showing in fast motion sped up like people coming out of the subway in new york and they're just like feeding into this escalator and you know you just see like thousands of humans just like flowing up this escalator like at high speed high speed high speed and then right. it instantly cuts to hot dogs being pushed off the production line just in the same <laughs> in the same motion exact same <laughs> it's just, thing like. it's just hilarious and it's just like it's one of those like you just take it all it's like you, you don't go into it expecting anything yeah 